Hello. Glad you tuned in to you've tuned in to Tailboard Meetings with Jesus. Glad you're tuned in with us. This is episode seven. This is uh, we're continuing our back to basics lessons, the eight part series. This is part six of back to basics. Today I'll be talking about the Holy Spirit and who is the Holy Spirit and what it means for us and what is he here to do for us and how does he help us. And so <clears throat> I want us to, to look at some scripture. We're going to dive into this question and, and look at exactly what the Holy Spirit, who he is and what he does for us. Before I get into that, I want us to think about this. You know, every fire department has uh, uh, those that are in leadership, uh, those that are uh, responsible for ensuring the efficient operation of the fire department. You know, whether it be the, the command staff, the officers, you know, there are those that are in leadership and that their responsibility is to make sure that the operation of the fire department runs efficiently. In that, each specific leader has a specific responsibility that's his. You know, whether you have a chief, deputy chief, assistant chief, <laughs> captains, lieutenants, they each have a duty that's their responsibility to oversee. And within that team, they work hard to ensure that their area is working smoothly in order to accomplish the goals and the mission of the fire department. Whether it's an administrative, an operation, a support services, whatever it is, every leader is important to the overall function of the fire department. The Holy Spirit is part of the triune God, and his specific functions and responsibility are within the Godhead. So let's, let's look and see what the basics of who the Holy Spirit is. If you'll go to Isaiah 61 and 1, we see in the book of Isaiah 61 1, it says this. It says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. We look at who is the Holy Spirit? Who, who is this one that we talk about? The Holy Spirit is part of the Holy Trinity, which includes the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And the man ago when I talked about he was part of the triune God, that's what we mean, is that God is three in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we see this in, in Isaiah 61, 1, where it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Most theologians and teachers believe that God referencing the Trinity is what is said in Genesis 1, at the creation when it said, God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. As Christians, the Holy Spirit is our guide. Speaking of John the Baptist in Luke 1.17, it says, He will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah 
In times of doubt, the Holy Spirit is our assurance that we are God's children. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. See this in Romans 8, 16. So the, the Holy Spirit has come to be a comforter for us. He, he's just to be a teacher. So what exactly is the ministry of the Holy Spirit? We understand the basics of the Holy Spirit, that he is part of the triune God. The Holy Spirit is the administrator and the teacher and giver of spiritual gifts and ability. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. We see that in 1 Corinthians 12, 11. You know, he, he comes as a comforter. We find it in, in the Word in the Bible that he says, Jesus tells us that, as tells his disciples that right before he leaves, that guess what? They're to, to wait, and that God is going to send another one, send a comforter to them to comfort them. You will see lots of, you will see in different parts of Scripture that the Holy Spirit is called the comforter. He is sent to us as believers to help provide comfort in times of trouble. He's also an intercessor on our behalf. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses, in our times of weakness. He comes to comfort. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. We see here where he, makes, he is making intercession for us. He instructs us through the inspiration of the Word of God. Therefore, the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, then move whatever his, his voice says. He's come to be not only a comforter, but a teacher, a guide to help you. So what the Holy Spirit means to us as believers is that through the Holy Spirit that we realize that we need salvation and our need for salvation. When we receive Christ, the Holy Spirit brings us to life in Christ. Being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. You know, when we come to Christ, uh, when we become saved, it talks about in Scripture that, that we become a new creation. That the old is passed away. There's new That new life that comes in when we accept Christ. As our Savior, the Holy Spirit comes in and begin and indwells inside of us. He dwells in our our hearts and begins to comfort and teach us. He begins to dwell inside. We see He is the truth to us when we are saved. We came. He came to dwell in us where sin and the flesh once resided in our hearts. Now the Holy Spirit resides in. He dwells inside. He comforts. He teaches. The Holy Spirit brings the new believer an assurance of salvation. The Spirit you receive does not make you a slave to fear or a fact that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship, and we cry, Abba, Father. We know that through the Holy Spirit, 
that we've been adopted into God's family. Throughout our Christian life, we must listen and be guided by the Holy Spirit. It says, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. We see this in Revelation 2, 7. However, as a believer, we must be cautious as to what spirit we listen to. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but test the spirits whether they of God, because many false prophets have gone into the world. We see this in 1 John 4, 1, where, he tells, where John actually tells them that we're to test the spirit, that to see, is it of God? Does it, does it line up with God's word? Does it talk about Christ's deity? Does it talk about his humanity? Is it, or does it go against what Christ, Jesus Christ's teachings were? And that the Holy Spirit comes to lead us that in those times of temptation, and in those times of struggle, that when, when sin or whatever is trying to tear you or pull you apart, that the Holy Spirit's that one that, you know, uh, it, as we walk through life, you know, we've always been taught maybe that, you know, that's your conscience. You know, you ever uh, gone to do something and you knew it wasn't right and just something kept uh, tugging on you going, you don't need to do that. You know, don't need to do that. You know, we hear the world talk about, well, that's your conscience speaking. No, that it's not your conscience speaking. That's the Holy Spirit pulling and tugging, saying, don't do this. You don't need to do that. Be careful here. You ever had that joy you think, man, well, I need to. So there's something feels I need to look here or do something. That's that leading of the Holy Spirit. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. So what does it mean to be led by the Spirit? Here's what it means. It implies that we're following the will of another. So whose will are we following? We're following the Father's will, right? Because if the Holy Spirit is part of the the, of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, then that means then that the Holy Spirit's will would be the same as, as what God's will is, what Christ's will is. So whose will are we following? We're following God's will. And it implies that we're following the will of another. It means for us to be submissive to his will. It becomes not our will anymore, but his will. It involves us being willing to submit our desires, and instead of being our desires, it becomes his desires, and his desires become the rule of our life. He's the commander, and we are to obey. So the, the first mention of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament was Luke one thirty-five. <clears throat> so why is he called the Holy Spirit? Because the Spirit is the inner being, the person of a creation of man that is meant for fellowship with God. He's holy in respect of his place with the Trinity. Therefore, he dwells in us as believers as the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit extends an invitation for all to come to Jesus. And the Spirit and the, and the bride say, come and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. See this in Revelation 22:16. And so this is our basics about the Holy Spirit, about who he is, about our need for him. As we walk through our life, 
as we walk this Christian walk, Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to be a comforter and a guide so that you're not walking alone. There's someone walking with you. He's trying to lead you. Are you following his lead or are you the leader? Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Tune in to us again as we'll learn next week another episode and dive into more of what God wants as we dive back into back to the basics. Have a great day.